Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 155 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with Miss Missing May from the Sober Creative podcast. Me and May have a lot in common. We both have podcasts, we were both DJs in a past life, and we are both sober. On this episode, May walks us through her recovery journey. We also talk about relapse and what it means to start over in sobriety and how this round of sobriety is completely different for her and what is contributing to that difference. This is a fantastic episode, so let's get into it. At A Sober Girl's Guide, we are all about accountability and action to help you make changes with your relationship to alcohol stick. Soberlink is a device and accountability system that uses tech and real-life relationships to do just that. It allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones that can cheer you on and offer you support along your journey. There is nothing like this out there. This unique remote alcohol monitoring system will help you thrive in recovery and stay connected with people who care. For $50 off and a free guide to gaining confidence in early recovery, visit www.soberlink.com backslash ASGG. Miss May, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing terrific. How are you? Oh my gosh. Good, good. You know, uh, love t- loving technology, but uh, we're here mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, we met through Instagram and then through Happier Hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was yes. like maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like early stages of the, of the pandemic. Yes. 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 Oh my gosh. And now... You're off doing your your own thing. You have your own amazing podcast, The Creative Sober. Thank you. And I'm so excited for you. Isn't it so rewarding? 
Yes, yes. Thank you, uh, Jesse. It's been quite an adventure. Um, and, it, you know, it also fulfills my audio fetish. So yeah, <laughs> I'm happy about that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, I, I definitely want to get into the Creative Sober and how that was formed and what it's all about. But I want to kind of back it up a bit. And I want to get your story and your um your kind of take on how you came into sobriety or like, for, first of all, how do you identify? Um, as far as pronouns? Yeah. Like, are you, are you sober? Are you sober curious? Are you oh, poly okay. sober? So, so, oh, I'm, I'm sober. I'm okay. sober. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> I know. I always, it's like, it's so funny. It's, you know, we've used it for pronouns, but I'm like, oh, let's also use it for like the level and the spectrum of sobriety that people yeah. are on. No, I, I love that because I've just been really keen and excited about the discussion around the spectrum of yeah. sobriety. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely the spectrum. And I think it's really nice to, to take it in as, as a spectrum because I don't know about you, but I find for me personally, labels can get a little rigid for me. And it's kind of a lot to like live up to sometimes. I mean, I feel like I personally have a lot of labels, like I'm gay or I'm a lesbian, or I'm not even sure how I date women. Let's, let's go with that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm like sober, sober. Um, and like, and then also my dad calls me like a lipstick lesbian. So that, that's like a whole nother term and a whole other set of labels. Like, yeah, yeah. No, you know? it's, it's, stack, it's stacking and, yeah. it, and it, it becomes confining because it not only it becomes like an expectation, but it's also like from the outside, yeah. almost a standard and, and, and can be like a judgment. Yeah, I, I think so too. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Like mm-hmm. I think maybe these labels can help you and, and kind of like help you identify maybe with what you're feeling or what you're right. experiencing in the moment. Or find your people. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think, you know, as people, we're supposed to grow and expand mm-hmm. and change. And the more you get to know yourself, you know, maybe a couple more boxes you can check or relate to. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 I'll check the other, the other. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. But I, I think, um, it, it definitely can get a little bit limiting and also freeing at the the same time. It's, it's a double-edged sword. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. So back to you, I want to know kind of what, um, how you got into sobriety and how you got to where you are now. So if you could give us a little backstory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, sobriety was something that found me Mm. um, several years back. Like this is this is my second go at it. Okay. Um, So I am going to make three years in July. Uh, But my first go at it, I was almost five years sober. Okay. And um, the way I found sobriety um, in that first time was just it wasn't serving me in the sense that I, you know, was submerged in environments uh, that there was a lot of partying and drugs and alcohol and 
mm-hmm. as uh, again, I was really active in DJing. And so that was some of my career there. And so it was a livelihood. It was a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so these party fevers were always just in the mix and yeah. you, know, you, you bond over booze and you know, that's, it just was, it was what it was. And I had a lot of like come to Jesus moments mm-hmm. um, and it just kind of, kind of scooted it as just, it's just something that happens to everybody. And because I'm living such an extreme life, this is just part of it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. then you, you surround yourself with folks who support the lifestyle and, you know, you could have uh, a really terrible situation, but you know, your enablers always help you out of that. And then you, totally. just, find, you just find yourself resetting and, and doing it all over again. Um, and don't you see, do you think like the bar gets like in terms of like situations and like the drama, don't you feel like the bar or your tolerance for that begins to like decrease like things that maybe you wouldn't like, you know, now sober, like looking back, you're like, Oh my God, like, how did I tolerate or like (laughs) live through that? Like, how was that in any way? And I'm using quotations normal because it, because it was, it was was at the time. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I look now, even, even if you go into those establishment, there's like, even like, I'm, I'm very, my senses get heightened and Mm -hmm. there's like even a certain smell in the mm-hmm. in that environments that you can smell the alcohol and the and the yes just it, and it, it's like for me now um it's not a place that I I want to be like it's almost yeah. like it's a it's a turn off um yeah. but back then it's just that was the environment and it was just it was normal and yeah. um you know I I found myself I I did uh get a DUI okay. um and so that was, you, you would think that was a wake up call, yeah. um, but it wasn't. Um, it took me uh, about a year and a half afterwards to really realize, okay, this is actually a problem because mm. when I did get that DOI, I promised myself, I said, if I am going to be under the influence of alcohol or any mind altering substance, I'm never going to get behind the wheel of, you know, behind and drive a car. Yeah. And this one night, it just, everything went sideways as it usually did. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's someone needed to get home and she lived on the other side of town and couldn't drive. And I was put in a situation where I was basically peer pressured mm. to drive her car and then, you know, follow this group. And so I did. And it was, it was pretty surreal. Like I, I was, I, felt like I was watching myself Whoa. just betray this promise that I made for myself. And so mm-hmm. literally the next day, um, I just said, I, I, I need it. I need a change. And so I looked up a, a meeting or just anywhere that, you know, I knew that there were other humans who wanted a different life mm-hmm. without the alcohol. So yeah. um, I stayed sober for five years and I, I did, programs and therapy and, you know, just really try to stay on this track. And back then I, you know, there wasn't this evolution of the sober spectrum, right? Yeah. So yeah. there weren't, there weren't books, there wasn't recovering out loud. 
Yep. Um, all these wonderful things that we get to experience now. And so, you know, the rooms were a place that I was able to, you know, feel safe and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I got pretty confident around three years. Yeah. Um, I even got a tattoo of three. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I just really see, committed I, there, huh? Right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is going to be it. And um, yeah, yeah. I, it, when I, I call it a relapse now looking okay. back in hindsight, but at the time um, I was about to make five years and I decided that I was, I was ready. I could have a glass of wine or have two drinks when I go out and yeah. I felt like I had everything under control. And of course that, that just went south really quickly. And two and a half late years later, yeah, um, I kind of found myself back in the same place. Um, mm. You know, I wasn't necessarily at a rock bottom, but it was that point in time where, um, if you will, I, I call it a spiritual awakening because it mm. was definitely a voice that was saying, you need to make a choice. You mm. keep going down this path or you know how this is going to end up, which is very badly. Yeah. And so that morning, um, yeah, I just, I literally felt this energy pushing me throughout my day. It made me dig into some storage boxes and pull out the big book. Um, mm-hmm. That is how I found your podcast. And oh, I, no I, way. Yes. Yes. I binged it for like two weeks. Two wow. weeks. I was, like, I was like, this chick is cool. I like how she, <laughs> she's got a great sense of humor and she's talking about sobriety because I freaking want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this really hurts. And um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you, you got me through that beginning part. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's so, wow. Yeah. Two, two and a half years later, here I am. And, um, everything opened up differently for me this time because it really decided that this is where I want to be. Yeah. As opposed to the first time, did you genuinely feel like you wanted sobriety? Like, were you fully committed the first time or what, what do you think is the difference? I, I think the difference is the way to be sober. Like mm. the, the, that is the difference. Like um, I don't have to hide in the shadows or yeah. it's very secretive or not have a name to my story. Yeah. I think that is a difference. There's a little bit more freedom on what recovery looks like for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now it's just like, like I mentioned the second time I, I wasn't at a rock bottom place, but yeah. um, I had created a good life for myself up to that point. Mm-hmm. And I, and I knew if I kept going, I was going to lose it. And so it was mm-hmm. a very empowering decision also that I yeah. made, that I made too. So the commitment is 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's really interesting that you say that you, it was a decision from a place of power. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, granted there's always hard days, but that point when I decided like there, there was an energy about yeah. it that was definitely bigger than myself. Wow. That's really, really cool. I want to ask you a question. Do you think everyone 
needs to necessarily have a rock bottom to change? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. And that is, that is, that is new to me to see that perspective because mm. we're so used to hearing, um, you know, the underdog story, of right? Having everything broken and then building back up. We all of those stories, of course. But the now, starving artist, yes. who doesn't love that story? Right. So familiar yeah. with that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but now I just feel as, as like as humans, like we have a lot more awareness of what lives we're leading and, and all, all that, all of that encompasses the quality of life. And, and that mm. also tells in the healthy part of it. So what's working for me? What's not working for me? Does this make me yeah. be successful? Is this helping me? So those kind of questions are being asked more. Definitely. Um, and there's, you know, there's a whole wave of wellness and mental health and, and yeah. all of it. And, it's such a like cool place where sobriety can live as well. It's going to have to come up. And so that's a question where you don't have to be at rock bottom to actually ask, is alcohol serving me? Yes, definitely. I mean, I, it definitely sells movie tickets, right? That rock bottom, that, that mm-hmm. drama, that, uh, that whole narrative. But I am I'm definitely in agreement with you. We, like we, we have this self-awareness right or or we're on the precipice of like i think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023 say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root l-theanine gaba chamomile flower and lemon balm these gluten-free vegan non-gmo gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly safely Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. I don't know if it's a revolution or, or what it is, but I think a lot of people are sick and tired of feeling like shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, look at, look at, um, social media, like TikTok and, and Instagram, the most like popular hashtags or like TikTok channels are like mental health channels, like mental Mm -hmm. health aspects. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so interesting. What is, what is, um, quote unquote, and I lose this loosely, but like trendy or like a hot topic in our society now. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like in a way, uh, you know, I'm okay with it being trendy because that's, yeah. that's how it can get out there, you know, where people can gravitate toward, towards it, look yeah. into it, try it on, you know, and yeah. if, if that's something that, you know, it's better, like it's better for it, you know, and that's how like media and like Hollywood and these all all these other stories come about of putting these hard topics in the Mm -hmm. forefront and in a way making it mainstream right and so it makes it trendy I'm okay with that yeah yeah definitely it's 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 a good trend for you and you're right like who has ever said like oh that sobriety stuff like (laughs) that sucked (laughs) You know, like who has ever been like, oh yeah, I tried not drinking. It sucked. I didn't like how mentally clear I was or how good I slept or, you know. Or how much money I saved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like, you know, how much better my body felt, not like poisoning it. Never, <laughs> never in the history of sobriety has ever, has anyone ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> Or not waking up with a hangover. Oh God. my God. God. Seriously. That is like the best. I am so stoked that that never has to happen again. I know. Like ever. What is this? It's amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, so are you going to get a tattoo for your, for your next three years or what's, what's the deal with that? No, not at all. I, I I feel like that that third year tattoo was uh was uh bad luck or bachi. Is it's it's like it, the kiss of death. From. It's like yeah. the kiss of death, right? Like getting your getting yes. your partner's uh name exactly. tattooed on you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, so you're coming up on on three years. That's huge. Um, that's amazing. Thank you. And I feel like this is like a really big, like three years. It's, it, it's, it sounds like you are really committed and doing the work and like just having these, this amazing growth through, through sobriety. And you're not just not drinking. Right. I think that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at here. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm trying to articulate here. So tell me about how the creative sober podcast came to be. Yeah, yeah, the the Creative Sober podcast. Oh, man, what what a what a blessing. Um yeah. It it came up for me when um I did have an Instagram account under Zero Proof DJ. Yeah. And so I was coming out of that and I, I was searching for DJs in per, in particular and you know, in, in creatives in general who are like active in their crafts and knowing what the lifestyle looks like in these creative environments, can I Mm -hmm. find other folks out there? And um, yeah, it it took me 
like I, I meditated on it. Like I, I looked, I did some searching on the internet, asked around, mm-hmm. looked at um, other accounts, um, but there wasn't a place I could find that was concentrated on that and, mm. um, or focused on those, those particular stories. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where I heard it. Okay. I know it's something about, you know, creating something that you, you want in the world. And so yeah. I, I, I went with that and I said, you know what? I kind of meditated on the name. I was going to do sober creative. I'm like, oh, there's someone there. So creative sober, that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. So I just popped open an Instagram account um, and then, you know, brought together folks who I knew were sober creatives into mm-hmm. that, um, that account. And it just kind of grew from there. And I'm like, okay, there's my highest expectation <laughs> was just to have like some friends yeah, and then, and that we could, it could be like a, like a, uh, I don't know, just share our stuff or, you know, talk about sobriety and being creative, just really something simple like that. And, um, you know, I just, the pandemic hit and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not doing audio stuff and I, yeah. and I really miss it. And so I did have a podcast at one time and I'm like, well, let, let me dip into this again. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's create these conversations um, and this put this in a podcast format where I can feed my creative creative uh, needs and then also pay it forward. And mm. you know, I, I really believe in like, you know, in order to keep it, give it away. Yes. And there, there, there is something about helping another, uh, especially within these sober communities that really, really works. So this is, this has been my way to contribute and, 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 you know, help fill up that bucket, basically. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's like two birds with one stone, right? You're yes. Getting- you're you're getting like that creative flow that you need and like you're in your environment and it definitely shows, you know, like 
it's something that you're passionate about. And then in turn, like that energy is being transferred to whoever you have on or whoever, you know, you, you showcase. And it's so, it's, it's so meaningful. It's really cool to see. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I love it. it it's mm-hmm. um, there, there is work, a lot of work behind it, but yeah. once they get, it is presented and just even hearing the stories, I, I'm just mm. so, so grateful that there are humans who are wanting to come forward and share their story so yeah. openly. Like, I know. Isn't that cool? A, yes. I just, I'm so, I'm so honored. There's, mm-hmm. there's, I, that's, I can't describe it more than it's just a really grateful feeling that I have this opportunity and yeah, it just, it's a, it's a really beautiful thing. And mm. um, I, I really don't like to strategize or think too future tense. So yeah, um, I, I break down the podcast into seasons. Okay. So uh, I specifically have 12 interviews each season. Okay. Um, for me, that that's the cap for me. Okay. Um, I, I'm really learning how to like, I, I identify as um, empathic. So when yeah. I'm having these stories come in, there's also a transference of energy for me. Mm. And so for me, um, tilting more on the introverted side, mm-hmm. um, I need to process. So 12 is like the cap for me. And then I wrap it up as a season, which I oh. just finished season three. That's amazing. How did you, it, it sounds like you are really, solid and familiar with yourself and and what your boundaries are how did that come about for you like how did you learn to do that for yourself that is a really new thing okay yes (laughs) it's so new and that that was that was my um that was my weakness through all of this and active addiction Mm. is that I did not understand boundaries and then also learning that I'm actually introverted I prefer like I have a lot of inner dialogue that yeah I like to live inside and yeah so the way I process the world and and energy and just my environments is is different that mm-hmm. I did not realize until coming back to sobriety and so oh. I, I, I discovered that by doing energy work um just really tapping into spirituality therapy. I found a really good therapist who mm. also specialized in empathy. Um, mm. I worked with uh, a life coach, um, Amanda um, Kuda. Oh yeah. Um, she's great. Love and her. I love her too. I love yeah. her too. Yeah. She's, op- she opened up a lot of things for me as well. Oh, and, that's um, awesome. And at the end of the day, I'm like, my goodness, it's, it's okay. <gasps> May it's okay to be me and yeah. really not put front or have this thing of having to please everyone or be something that, that I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Definitely. It is more than okay. More than okay. Do you find that, you know, in speaking and, and listening to the stories of, of creative people, do you find a lot of similarities with them? Like in terms of being, maybe being empathetic or being um, more introverted? Is there any commonalities there? 
Yeah, I, I do see that. I mean, there's there's a lot of introspection that mm-hmm. happens for uh, an artist in general. Yeah. Um, so that seems to be a common thread. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to live, you know, that six inches between our ears, man. It, it's tough sometimes. <laughs> you know, that inner voice is tough. She can be a nag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You really can. Mm-hmm. It's, that, I, it's that B word. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and especially when you're trying to create, I find that that voice can get really loud, mm-hmm. like yeah, really the, I, terrifyingly loud. Critical. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And then it's, it's being an artist is so vulnerable because then you're like, you know, sharing or displaying like very vulnerable pieces of yourself, like things that you've created, like that's a part of you Mm -hmm. and and opening yourself up to that, like criticism or opinions that, you know, everyone just loves to share. Um, It's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's easy to slip into, um, you know, substance or alcohol to help lubricate what yeah. that looks like oh so yeah you think I at least I thought I was access, accessing a state of flow mm, um through definitely. using through using and drinking and haha that's not true no <laughs> I, I was I was numbing that, it, yes. that is what I was doing <laughs> exactly oh my gosh I think I one time I recorded one of my DJ sets and I was like loaded, obviously. And I listened to it a couple days later. Mm-hmm. May. Oh. I didn't know how or why the hell these people hired me. Like <laughs> I, it was horrifying. Oh, no. And the whole time, I thought I was so shit hot and like just mm. nailing all my mixes. You know? <laughs> totally get you. Yeah. You know that feeling? Yes. Like, oh, on fire. <laughs> no. And the shit. Yeah. No, it was like a dumpster fire. Like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, spoiler alert alcohol does not make you more creative, it uh-uh. just numbs those feelings and emotions that are. Like you know, scary to be vulnerable and creative. <laughs> like, boy, bad, bad news bears. Um, I want to talk about um your favorite episode to record for your podcast. Who has been your favorite guest this far? Oh, Jess, you're gonna really ask me this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? Who has been your most interesting guest? Um, well, the this this season, yeah. As far as interesting, I think there's a lot of variables when it comes to that. Okay. Um, just to start with, my hardest was the the last one. Um, mm. It was a guest. He was a graphic artist. Yeah. And he he passed away. Um, before oh, no. his episode could be released, um, and oh. he he was he was also a friend, yeah. Um, and so there there was he was supposed to be episode four 
And so he ended up being at the end of the season with consent, of course, right um, from his, his family. And um, so, yeah, that, that was the most challenging and very interesting in the sense that um, having to dig in deep in me on like how to respectfully put this content out yeah. in the best way possible. Um, so wow. that, that was definitely a, a new channel for me. Yeah. Um, and um, as far as like very interesting, um, they all were, Jess, I'm going to be honest. Of course. Um, they, they are they're all specifically like the guests that come on are specifically um, called like uh, invited onto the show because they have a very special part of their story mm. that puts the pieces together for the overall story in the season. So what oh. the theme was this season was, um, you know, I, 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 there's, I don't have a real like, outline of what that theme was but for me I feel like the guests that were on there mm -hmm. were out of the box thinkers so okay. like you have like a author on there that does cyberpunk uh fiction which cool. is very very neat um you've got a guest like Tommy Sunshine yeah. who's like He's like this world DJ, but also a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, passionately. Um, and so like these out of the box thinkers who are really pushing the envelope of, you know, being a sober creative and making yeah. that look different. And each guest that came on is a trailblazer in their mm. own right. So I, I really appreciated all the stories that came on. Wow. That is so, it's so interesting how that, that energy and that dynamic all just kind of like fits into a season, right? Like it's just like an overall energy, mm -hmm. which is so, that's so cool. Um, May, for anyone who is listening to us right now, who is maybe uh, struggling in their sobriety or thinking of, of testing sobriety out, what is a piece of advice you can offer them? Um, the advice that I would give them would be to, to try, try everything, mm. try everything. There are a lot of resources now that you can tap into. Yeah. Um, you know, what worked for me was a la carte, right? So yep. just having to dabble into the different modalities or the different approaches to sobriety um, opened up my eyes and also gave me more information and support of different kinds mm. um, that help, has been helping me in the last two and a half years. And from what the first year looked like to what it looks like now, mm -hmm. that support system looks different. And that's the flow of it is that try everything. There's no such thing as having too much so sober support. There's yeah. no such thing, right? Oh, I and love that, that. And we're all complicated human beings that have our own unique needs. So mm -hmm. finding something out there that works for you, keep doing that. And it's okay to change it up later on. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so well said. I love that. May, where can people find you on the World Wide Web and listen to your podcast as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I hang out mostly. <laughs> it's mostly on Instagram at the okay. Creative Sober. Um, and then our podcast website um, is the Creative Sober Podcast.com. Amazing. May, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your journey and your knowledge with us. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Jess. This is a real honor. Thank you. May is definitely one of the sweetest people I know. So make sure to follow her and listen to her amazing podcast, The Creative Sober. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, leave your feedback. We love to hear your comments about the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girl's Guide. And don't forget about the blog. Don't sleep on the how-tos, tips, and tricks to navigate your relationship with alcohol. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. We got you lock, stocked, and loaded so you don't have to be. We have how-tos, tips tips and tricks. We even have Sober Girl swag and downloadable worksheets and workbooks just for you at every stage of your journey. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.